Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. All right, welcome in. Obviously, I'm not Kevin Foote. Kevin is uh, away for this week, and uh, you can get settled, get 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 uh, relaxed. Uh, you know, if you're if you're driving around, just kind of set the old cruise control on 35, and uh, and just listen to the su- smooth tones of uh, footnotes right here on 103.7 The Game, 104.1 Lake Charles. Hey, we are Southwest Louisiana Sports Station for your, your home for LSU and the Houston Astros. And speaking of the Astros, we're going to chat a little bit about the Astros in this show. Uh, they are 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, but they are in first place in the AL West. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as uh, right now it's all baseball, right? There's uh, not a whole lot of, uh, of other stuff going on. It's... Uh, MLB baseball, they're kind of kind of in that getting to that mode almost to what we got about a month or so till the All-Star break. Uh and so you got a lot of baseball and then you got college baseball which I I was expecting the Ole Miss fight song when I walked in today and I didn't hear it. So I, I just I'm waiting for for that to happen where we just start blaring the Ole Miss fight song. Can I get, well, the, I can't get anything. Hannah's just telling me no, nothing. I, no, not, no, no, I, I like my ears. I don't need them to bleed. <laughs> Come on now. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty, who oh. the heck are we? Hey, flim flam, bim bam, old miss by damn. Hey, how about it? How about them rebels? No, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. How about them rebels? Old miss taking care of business. And in case you didn't know and you're just joining me in my. Uh, 20-year career down here in South Louisiana. I am an Ole Miss Rebel. I graduated from the University of Mississippi, and they are headed to the College World Series for the first time since 2014. And actually, the last time the Ole Miss Rebels went, they beat the Cajuns in the Super Regionals at Teague Moore Field. Uh, I was at that, and uh, I was a little disappointed because if if UL would have won that, I'd have been going to Omaha to cover the College World Series. Ole Miss won. And uh, I got to stay home and watch. Uh, so there's, but that was a phenomenal. Uh, if you're an Ole Miss fan, anyway, uh, that's, that was a, a great display of baseball, and uh, uh, against Southern Miss. And look, I Southern Miss. I, I let me tell you what, Scott Barry. I like that guy a lot. He's he's. I, I covered him when he was back at Meridian Community College, and I was working in Mississippi. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk to him on numerous occasions. A great guy. Um, they they have a phenomenal program. They're coming into the Sunbelt Conference. That's going to be a heck of a matchup between the Cajuns and Southern Miss as uh, as things get rolling in, in this new Sunbelt Conference that we're looking at. Uh, not only from uh, from a football perspective, but from a, that baseball that baseball conference is going to be top notch. Uh, when it like Sunbelt got foot four teams in this year into the NCAA regionals, and now uh, you're going to add in a, a team that hosted a hosted a super, um, and uh, a, you know Georgia Southern uh, they they hosted a, a regional this year. So a uh, lot of quality baseball and like I I talked to Coach Matt Deggs. It, it actually aired last night on Inside Cajun Nation, and Co- Coach Deggs was saying. 
you know, he thinks his team is going to be able to host a regional. That's that's what they're they're going to strive to do uh, next season. So there's a lot of competitive baseball uh, to talk about and to look forward to over the coming uh coming uh what couple of years here and, and even if you look over at in lake charles at mcneese they got to the championship of the southland conference uh fell to southeastern but had the opportunity there to to play for a conference championship so uh a, a lot of a lot of quality baseball in uh in the state of louisiana and in uh looks like and in mississippi because uh so Ole miss has a chance i wonder when the last time that's happened when uh uh, the state, uh, one state has had two champions back to back, other than uh, with two different schools. So Mississippi State won the national championship in baseball a year ago. Ole Miss has that opportunity this year. That, that's kind of an interesting dynamic. And uh, I guess they play some good baseball in the state of Mississippi. And uh, obviously they do that here in the state of Louisiana as well. So coming up, we'll, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk some uh, Astros. We're also going to talk some high school football on this show. Uh, I have a, a, a friend of the show, uh, a friend of me. So I'm hosting the show, so it's a friend of the show. Does that work, Hannah? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> she shakes her head, yes. Okay, good Good to know, good to know. Um, yeah, so that'll be uh, – we'll have uh, Coach Louie Cook from the Notre Dame Pios. He'll join us uh, later in the show. As we kind of get this thing rolling, uh, yeah, so that'll be at 9.15, right? That's coming up uh, 10.15 or 9.15. I, I can't remember what we said. Um, <laughs> we, we, were, we were talking about it yesterday, and I, 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 for some reason I have 10.15 Michael Schwab from the Astros, but if it's 9.15, we can, whatever it is, he'll be on the show sometime today. <laughs> we'll give you fair warning and coach Louie Cook from the Notre Dame Pios will join us to talk football, talk all things uh high school football, talk all things um we'll get into that LHSAA debate of the select not select. I that's a really interesting topic to me and I think there's there's a lot of uh a lot of uh meat on the bone there to 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 discuss and coach Cook is always uh gracious enough to to help us out and let us know uh you know the ins and outs of what is happening um all that's going to take place uh we'll take your calls as well we're going to talk about uh all all this week so kevin has kind of set up a a little thing for us kind of makes it he just i just come in he puts the ball on the tee and i just go ahead and grip it and rip it and uh so one of the things kevin has set up is is uh talking about heartbreaking college football losses and we can do that all this week we, we take your you know you guys call in 706-0111 and uh well we'll talk about some heartbreaking losses whether it be it could be raging cages lsu it could be ohio state michigan it could be appalachian state uh beating michigan that that's a that's a pretty big one right uh that was a few years back um they went appalachian state went to the big house and it was an unbelievable, unbelievable uh, feat to go into that hundred thousand plus stadium, and you know, in Michigan and Ann Arbor and the 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 mighty Wolverines and App State comes rolling in as a one double A, and they block a field goal at the end of the game and win the contest. It was uh, quite quite the scene. There are always great college football upsets. Um, 
and you can we can talk about that. You can throw your nominations out there. Uh, there's a there's a few that come to mind um, with regards to there. There's one game on a more regional area, and back to the 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 Mississippi Mississippi State battle, uh, the Egg Bowl one year, uh, where Mississippi State's going for a field goal. And it is the it's called the immaculate deflection because they kick a field goal and the wind blows the ball away. <laughs> it's if you've ever seen it, it's uh, it's probably one of the uh, it's a heartbreaking loss for Mississippi State, uh, an exhilarating win for the Ole Miss Rebels, and and you could go back to the I, th- I believe it's the 1997 Egg Bowl where uh, Stuart Patridge finds Corey Peterson in the end zone for a two point conversion. Uh, and the Rebels won that game. That was Tommy Tuberville's uh, Egg Bowl debut, and uh, he was able to uh, take care of business on that on that front. So uh, there's all kinds of different uh, heartbreaking losses. That was a heartbreaking loss for for Mississippi State again. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I'm sure uh, you know there's tons of them out there. If you have some. You feel free to call in. We'll chat about it. 706-0111. So we have a lot to uh, talk about. We're gonna we're gonna do all that. We can talk Saints football as well. As uh, tra- uh, what, they just finished OTAs. You got mini camps coming up. You got all that stuff uh, with regards to you know. I, I actually think the Saints are in a very good position when it comes to what what they have uh, coming back and and the. I think there's a reason for some excitement and some uh, some some optimism when it comes to the Saints, and, and and maybe it's it's blind fandom, but maybe it's not. And I, I think uh, I think Jameis is going to be more than more than a serviceable uh, a quarterback in, in this coming season. In fact. With the, with the weapons he has, he might be uh, be able to kind of hone in on that that the good Jameis that we as as Saints fans when he was with the Bucks we didn't never wanted to see, and as Saints fans now we want to see that all the time, right? So uh, so we've we've got a lot to talk about with that as well. Um, as we move along, we'll of course take your call seven zero six zero one one one. You'll do that, and we'll. Uh, so, Hannah, did we figure out if it, if it's uh, Michael at nine fifteen or, or Coach? <laughs> uh, is it? We're we're just um, efforting. We're gonna play by okay, ear. Okay, okay. So and we'll come back with the guest. Okay, all right. Just, that's fine. That that that's it's a Monday, right? <laughs> it is Monday, right? That Mondays, is everything goes wrong. It's yeah, fine. That's okay. I. On the on the, the the sheet I have, it says nine fifteen. So we'll we'll uh, with uh, with Mr. Uh, we, well, it says ten fifteen with Mr. Schwab, Michael Schwab, uh, and he, he'll talk all things Astros with us. And then uh, we'll of course have a have a Coach Cook uh, also. Um, so we'll we'll make it all work. It'll all come together. I promise you. It's live radio, and we enjoy it, and and we always want you to be a part of it as well. So don't go away. We, we, look, let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll figure all thing all all these great things out, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll chat some sports. We want you to call us as well. It's seven zero six zero one 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 to be a part of this 
unbelievable show, a Monday morning edition of Footnotes. I am George Faust. I'm in for Kevin, and we want you to enjoy the ride here on The Game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Are you fluent in Footlish? Not to worry. We're here to help with the Footlish Dictionary. Benedict Arnold's. Benedict Arnold's. Now, an NFL expansion team that stole a bunch of Saints players and coaches when first created, also known as the Carolina Panthers. Now, back to the man with his very own language. Kevin Foote and Footnotes. All right. Welcome back into the show. All right. Stick with us. And hang with us as we roll through this Monday morning. We're gonna have a, uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. And uh, look, so it, it's an interesting dynamic because uh, you know we always want to talk Astros. We're the home for the Astros here in Lafayette and Southwest Louisiana, Lake Charles, and the area. So we'll we'll get to Astros talk, no doubt about it, coming up in a little bit. But uh, let's start talking about uh, some uh, college football uh, as the there. The, the crazy thing about football is there's always some crazy upsets and, and, and things that things that turn your tide, if you will. Uh, just cr- one of the one of the most bizarre, heartbreaking losses for fans uh, of Alabama uh, is is obviously the kick six where Auburn uh, dominated uh, Check that Alabama was in the lead. had had the uh, <laughs> had this uh, never looked like they were going to lose the game, and then they go for this field goal. Probably one of the biggest regrets that uh, Saban's had in his career is probably this just that decision to go ahead and instead of punting it away or running out the what doing whatever they needed to do, he kicks a field goal to, uh, from a long distance, and uh, uh, and Auburn's able to kind of. <laughs> They catch it, run it back. Everybody's seen it, right? I mean, if if you've not seen it, then you can uh, look it up. But it was an unbelievable play where it's just improbable. It just doesn't doesn't happen, and uh, so it 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 does. And and people are stunned. And you look or you see the video of all the uh, um, all the. Um, uh, the video of all all that's happened and and, and uh, the people around the stadium just freaking out and I can't believe what you, what they just saw and uh, it's 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 a it's just a it's one of the the most iconic and gut wrenching events. It says a sports fan you see something like that happen and you're like wow it's kind of like the Cal Stanford uh, the band is on the field the band is on the field all that stuff is. Um, is all part of it, right? And, and and so if you have some of the memories of those, uh, we'd love to hear about some raging Cajun losses or, or uh, upsets that, that might, you know, fit that bill. We, we want to hear about those as well. And you can uh, let us know all about it. Um, so – the cool thing about what we what we've got today is uh, obviously we have an intern with us. Uh, Hannah is is uh, obviously here. Hannah, do you remember like are you watch a ton of football back in the day, or how, how did that work out for you? Like, were you a big sports fan? Um, I was a big sports fan. In the fact that I did watch football, could I pick out the like heartbreaking losses in like certain games from like? 
25 years ago? Probably not, but the one that you were speaking of about the band running under the field, of course I've seen that because I was in marching band all through high school and as well <laughs> my first two years of college. So I remember that exact game. Didn't really watch it in person, but I remember seeing that clip of them running on the field and going, oh gosh, thinking not even of the players <laughs> or of the actual game going on right. still, but the fact of the instruments and them being damaged. That was my first thought when I saw that, but I I don't know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's People's it, memories of these games are like astounding that I don't even know how y'all can remember because I can't. Well, it, it's, it's funny. So, I mean... In college football, it's so funny because it's so passionate, and and so you you attach yourself to uh, to these historic events and and things, and I you know, and so were you there when it happened? And people people always kind of uh, kind of so that's what that's why it sticks in my head is because you know I think about where I was when that happened or when the first time I saw it. Cause I, I don't think I was actually watching the stale Stan, uh, Stanford Cal game. Uh, but I, ne- I never forgot the first time I saw it. I was like, what a bizarre experience. Like they run back the punt and they score uh, uh, the kick and they, and they score a touchdown and the band's already, they're already celebrating the, the one, one of my favorite ones is obviously the, the, uh, bluegrass miracle that 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 game that was I, I i was sitting in my den watching that I, I didn't get to go to that game obviously it was in kentucky but i'm i'm sitting there and i'm like man there's no way that lsu is gonna win this game there's no way it's down to the last play you know and i was saban was the head coach and it's just like there's there's just no like they're not gonna do it and sure enough <laughs> they throw up the Hail Mary. It, it, it tips off a hand. Devery catches it, runs into the end zone, scores the touchdown. It, it, uh, the the face of the Kentucky fans, they were like, when you watch that, it is the it is the most priceless thing you've ever seen. It's like you're sitting there going, what just happened? Like they, 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 their faces were so uh, uh, so like shocked. It, 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 that it was, uh, um, that it, it was, it was just unbelievable, and that that to me is, I mean, for Kentucky fans, that has to be their number one upset. I mean, they've had some good teams here over the past couple of years, uh, uh, but uh, it's not not exactly uh, they're not they're not punching down the beat the uh, the. Uh, the college football playoff door at the moment, but they are getting very close. And so, uh, but I think that probably is one of the most uh, gut wrenching losses, upsets, however you want to put it, that uh, that we've seen uh, in, in recent memory. So, uh, yeah. So we've we've got uh, we've got all that. So if it sounds like I'm I'm kind of trying to figure some stuff out. That's because I am. Uh, so I, we, we've been throwing a curveball, and we're going to punch it to right field, and we're going to get on base. Don't worry. Yes. We, I'm, we, I'm waiting for the double. Uh, <laughs> double, all right. double right now. Well, look, so here's, here's what's going to happen. We're, we're going to take a break. We're going we're gonna to flush the first 30 minutes of this show. And <laughs> we're not going to put it <laughs> out there, but we are going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to talk high school football. We're going to bring up some more high school football. One of the up-and-coming programs is 
uh, Westminster Christian, and there's a there's two campuses, so it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll we'll get into it with their coach Jim Stomps. He's going to join us coming up at the bottom half of the hour here, as we'll talk about uh, what's going on at Westminster here in Lafayette. They they they're doing a lot of good things. They have a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts. They're going to join the LHSAA. They're going to play one A football. Last year they were uh, a, uh, it was a seven man or eight man football, whatever they play. Uh, that's not 11 man at the time uh but they're working their way up and uh we'll we'll uh we'll get uh coach stomps on here uh momentarily and we're going to take a break we're going to we're going to regroup after the first 30 uh we we, we had a, we had a nice little uh nice little ride to get this thing started but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put it in cruise control and and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun. Y'all don't go away. We're having a blast. We hope you are too. You want to get in on the conversation? You can do that. Tell me what you want to talk about. We we are an open book today. Seven zero six zero one 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 is the number to call. We look forward to hearing from you. And you are listening to Footnotes. I'm George Faust in for Kevin on the game. One zero three seven Lafayette. One zero four one Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Do your loved ones run for cover when watching a game with you? Then Footnotes is the show for you. Time for more Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back into Footnotes. I'm George Faust in for Kevin uh, as Kevin is taking some much-deserved time off. And, uh, look, we're going to talk some high school football. What do you say? Let's do it. It's never out of season. There's always something going on with high school football. And uh, to say the least, there's been a lot happening lately. Uh, we welcome in Westminster Christian Academy in Lafayette, the the Chargers, right? Coach Jim Stomps uh, joining us. Coach, how you doing? Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Thanks so much for coming on with us. And uh, I know, I know you have uh, a lot of stuff that are, that's going on down there at uh, Westminster in in Lafayette. And first off, let's let's explain to the people that so so how this works because I know a lot of people that are listening are probably like Westminster in that Annapolis. How how does that? What's the dynamic? There's two campuses, right? Can you explain that real quick? Yeah, so we have two K-12 campuses, both in Lafayette and in Opelousas. Uh About three years ago, they added a high school, and we've been growing since then. Uh, we had our first senior class this year uh, that just finished with five young ladies. So that was our first class in school history here at Lafayette. Uh, but we have a class of about 29 that are seniors coming up, and we're excited about what's going on. We are one, uh, one group under an umbrella of Westminster Christian, but two totally K-12 campuses. Uh, that are here to, uh, you know, train our kids in biblical foundations through academics and athletics. Gotcha. I appreciate that kind of background. I think uh, so people can understand what's happening. And you guys have a lot going on. You you just um, what last year you were playing uh, playing football, but it wasn't eleven man. Uh, you, you guys had a, had a good year. Talk about what y'all what y'all did last year and and how you guys have kind of progressed into where where we are now. But uh, give us a little recap of last season because it was a pretty successful year for you guys. 
Yes, sir. We uh, I got brought in uh, in April of last, before the uh, the twenty twenty uh, came in twenty one of of April to start the program and from Jacksonville, Florida. And when I got here, they showed me, hey, coach, here's all the uniforms, and they were awesome. Adidas, Columbia blue, white. I mean, they were awesome. And then it was here's your helmet. Uh, we had one helmet in the program when we got here, so we built the program from scratch. Uh, we ended up with 25 players on the season. Only five of them had ever played football, so it was a starting from from ground zero, which is awesome because it was an opportunity to grow something and, and lay a foundation for Christ through the game of football. So we did that. We were in ACL last year. Uh, we ended up going uh, four and four in the regular season and made the playoffs, and then we uh, lost in the semifinals to the eventual state champion, which was Burtman Academy, who had won it four years in a row. And in that semifinals game, uh, we were ahead of them all the way through the game until about three minutes left of the game. And then we just didn't close it out. Being a young team, we just wasn't at that point yet to learn how to do that. Uh, so we lost. And we actually ended up going after that to uh, Panama City and playing in the eight-man national tournament. And ended up losing in the consolation game uh, 53-52. So uh, we, we've got everybody coming back. There was no seniors on that group. Uh, so all of my juniors that play, they're all seniors now. They have a year of experience in our system. And we've actually got 34 on the team for this year uh, with the kids that moved up from middle school. Uh, we have middle school football. We have high school football. And then this year we're actually adding fourth and fifth grade football. So we're going to have a bunch of bobbleheads running around with charger clothes on and, <laughs> and running our system. So I'm so excited about that. And how the parents have come behind us and blessed the program and just are so fired up. You know, I had to get used to the the the, the Lafayette, the, the Cajun uh, uh, experience, which I <laughs> fell in love with. You know, being an old Alabama boy, uh, I've loved coming here since we moved here a year ago, and just it's been just overwhelming the support and and, and the love that's been poured out. Our first home game is that our games at Bruce Hart Sports Complex. Our first home game, they were tailgating. The parents were there. We had cowbells. They were cooking um, noodle in in the parking lot. I mean, it was phenomenal. <laughs> and it just couldn't have been a better situation. So, so, so this year is it? This year, you guys are going to start one A, uh, or is it? Yes, gonna... sir, we'll be one A. Yes, sir, so we'll be one A LHSA. We will not be in the district because we have to have those two years of the the you know the two years of, of coming into the LHSA. We won't be eligible for the playoffs. Uh, but we have a full varsity schedule. Uh, we're going to be playing St. Ed's. We're going to be playing Montgomery High School. Uh, we're playing Crescent City. Uh, we're playing um, St. Mary's in Natchitoches. We're playing St. Pete's, uh, St. Peter in Biloxi, Mississippi. So uh, we're playing Lafayette Renaissance right here in Lafayette. So we have a full schedule. We're excited about what we're doing and what we're building for the future and, and the brand of football that we play. We're going to swing it around. We threw it 242 times last year in eight man. So uh, it's going to be exciting football, and it's, it's, it's fast break on grass. So uh, so let's talk a little, a little bit about on the field with you guys. Uh, who, who are some of the guys that you rely on? Uh, and, and because you have those, those what, uh, would you say five, five seniors coming back? Uh, no, we have 11. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. We have five girls graduate last year in first class. I have nine seniors uh, that will be rising this year. Yes. So, so you got those nine seniors coming back. That's got to be uh, a little bit of a confidence boost for you. Who, who are you gonna, who's, who's gonna help you guys out? Uh, Nelson Gula is is our slot receiver. He's kind of our our Wes Welker. He's kind of our guy that that 
and go get every ball that gets open, just does a fantastic job on offense. He's also our free safety, which is kind of our, our, our captain back there that gets us lined up right. Extremely high IQ, football IQ, and, and just works hard. And he's that captain that we need. He's one of our captains. Another one is, is uh, Gabe Guillory, who is a running back for us, and he plays outside backer. The fastest kid we have on our team, he actually won the uh, 100-meter uh, dash in the ACL State Championship this year for us uh, or, or in that state tournament, uh, state meet. Uh, we have Peyton Parrish, who's kind of our lineman. Uh, he's our left tackle that kind of holds everything down uh, on the line. Very smart kid. He also plays DN and some linebacker. Uh, and then our young guys that we also have is, uh, you know, Evan, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, David Beasley, he'll be a sophomore. He'll play outside backs for us, and he'll rotate a receiver. Uh, Jack Lemoyne, who's another sophomore um, that will will be coming up. Uh, he'll play outside backs with some receivers as well, you know, those cover guys, those those vehicle-type guys. And then my son will be returning as a sophomore uh, quarterback this year um, that had a really good year for us. He's been in my system since he was six. Um, he knows it. There's times when I go to call a play and he waves it off and he, he calls it. Uh, and, and the coaches ask me in the headset, what, what do you call? And I go, I don't know. Let's watch and see. And he's been pretty good at it when he does it. So, uh, but, but it's almost like having a coach on the field with him. And this has been so special because coming over to start this program, he was a freshman last year and be able to build this with my son. And in four years when he walks away, it's something special. So uh, he's a very humble, uh, but he's an aggressive, you know, fiery uh, player. He wears number four because he loves Brett Forrest. He thinks he can throw football through the eye of a needle, and he's going to try. So, uh, But we have such a special group of boys, uh, Evan Richard, uh, Isaac Fife. Those are another couple of seniors that we have that are just so, so pivotal to what we do both offensively and defensively. Coach Jim Stumps joining us here on Footnotes. George Faust in for Kevin Foote, and uh, he is the head coach at Westminster Christian uh, Academy. Uh, the Chargers, they are here based in Lafayette. Of course, there's two Westminsters, but uh, one's in Opelousas, this one in Lafayette, as they're just getting their program underway uh, at Westminster Christian in Opelousas. They've been around uh, for years, uh, a few years more more than that uh, now. Yeah, but. Forty is that right? Forty. So, yeah, they, so they just had their fortieth year anniversary. All right. So so uh, brand new and forty years old. So uh, congratulations on all the success, Coach. Just talk a little bit about uh, or the uh, the 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 challenges of kind of creating a new program because you're very positive. I, I, I've talked to you a lot over the past what yes. two years or so. So yes. I, I I know. I, you know, you're you're always upbeat. You're always a very positive guy. It seems like, from what I can tell, uh, but there's there's always challenges, and, and you seem to be the, the the guy that handles this very uh, very um, uh, you know. Let's let's keep the ball rolling, but all right, we'll deal with that and keep moving. Well, the big thing is is having a great support staff and having a great you know coaching staff that buys into what we're doing. The kids buy in. You know, we're going to coach them positively. We're not cussing our kids. We're going to demand their very best, and and we we tell them all the time the standard is the standard, and and that's what we expect. This is a charger way of what we do things. So so the kids are bought in, the the support of the the board, the Westminster Christian board, and the families have just been phenomenal. I've done this since my 27th year as a head coach. 
uh, my tenth year as athletic director, and and this is, is is as good or better than any place I've ever been. And, and just the love of the school, wanting to see it grow, people just coming and going. How can we help? I mean, it, it's overwhelming sometimes with the support. And just as a coach, you're just like you want to do more for them. You want to put the product out there that first and foremost honors Christ with everything that we do. And then secondly, makes proud and, 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 and gives back to the parents and to the, the board and the school for what, they, what they're what they willing to do and the support they give you. That's the most important thing. The school board is going to take care of itself. We're going to work hard. We're going to prepare. We're going to do everything we do. But as long as we can do those things in the end, we're doing the things to get us ready that God wants us to do to prepare these young men uh, for their next step in life, using a game of football to teach life lessons that they can use to go be good husbands, good daddies, you know, good, good, good men, and be lighthouses in the world uh, that we need in the world today. We need good Christian men that are going to be strong. That's right, uh, Coach. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest storylines of this off season with with regards to high school football is the select non-select thing and I'm curious because you're in an interesting position because you're just joining the LHSA as a school mm-hmm. and so uh, what is your what is your take on on this whole situation where now there's what 211 select schools and or, or it, it's just the balance is kind of uh, they've they've opened it up to where more teams are now considered select uh, how does that affect you guys and and what are you, what are your thoughts on that process you know, right now that, that we don't have a whole lot of, of, of impact on us because we're just playing the, uh, almost an independent schedule. Uh, but I know that in these two years they're going to fill out and see how everything shakes out. There's always good and bad on both sides in, in decisions. I think that they try to put some thought into it to see how they could balance things. Uh, but for us, you know, really for me, it's just I'm still learning all this coming from from Florida, six years in Florida, and there's some things that are very alike that LHSA does, and then there's some things that are not the same as, as Florida did. So I'm still jumping in. It's almost like, you know, drinking out of a fire hose. I'm trying to figure out what, what it is and what it isn't, but I know that over the two years, hopefully they'll be able to see how it works in the balance and then be able to adjust it uh, for what's going to work the best for, for the whole group of schools. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, and it's quite quite an interesting situation because you know what the split happened in 2013, and uh, before then there were you know five classifications, uh, five state champions, you know, and that and then it kind of split into what I I, th- I guess it's what f- nine now nine or twelve right. yeah nine right. and and so uh, so now there it's kind of it's kind of uh, it seems like watered down and I've talked to a bunch of different coaches about it and, and a, lot, a lot say, you know, look, we don't like the fact that, you know, we get into, uh, cause you guys are a select school, but it doesn't matter. Like we get in the postseason and we we're already in the quarterfinals. We didn't get to play our two first games. And, and right. sometimes that, that doesn't benefit you, uh, because you lose your momentum. Uh, and then others right. say, Hey, you get two weeks off, you can heal, blah, 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 whatever. So I, I guess in the end, it's a matter of, uh, what you need at the time. But I, I've always been a proponent of, Hey, 
we need to we like there's there was too many like when the select the select non-select thing happened i think that there was a little too many uh different right. you know entities and it was it became watered down and i i i believe that uh, and then yeah, florida's uh, doing the same thing they they went to a metro and a suburban hmm. and they moved some teams around and now some teams are bigger schools and then they got more teams so i think every conference or every association tries to do things to to mix it up sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i'm still learning all about the select and non-select so um you know we're, we kind of were buying the eight ball because we didn't get approved till like april when we had to go through the whole process of coming into the lhsa so this is all still kind of open and new to me uh, so really, over the next two years, it's going to be a situation where I can kind of sit back and watch and see how it affects and how it shakes out. All right, Coach Jim Stomps, Westminster Christian Chargers in Lafayette, the head coach there. And they jumping up to LHSAA status one A. They'll uh, play this season and uh, and then kind of uh, not eligible for the postseason uh, just because it's your first year, I guess, for Coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Way it is, and, yeah. and one thing I want to say: we're excited. We're, we're opening our brand new gym facility here on campus. Um, it's our first athletic uh, facility here uh, at this campus. A beautiful gym, full gym, hardwood floor, logo in the middle, uh, state of the art stained glass windows. Uh, it's going to be an amazing thing for our, for our, for our, our, our students, for our school. We'll be able to use it. We call it a gym and a life center because we'll be able to do so many things in there like chapel and meetings. And it's just been such a blessing and everybody that's put into it uh, and to be able to have it. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. It's about we're looking at August with it being ready. And so uh, so it's, it's just so awesome to see where they lined it out in paint in the grass. You know, you know, a while ago, right, right. back September, you know, of last year, and now I'm looking at it, and it's you know three quarters of the way done. So what an amazing blessing uh, from our our supporters, and, and uh, more importantly from Christ to for our campus and for our kids. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you coming uh, coming on the show and and chatting with us about uh, all things Westminster Lafayette. There, thank you. Well, we can't wait to have you on our campus. You know, you're 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 honorary charger all the time. <laughs> uh, sounds good, Coach. I appreciate it. All right. Talk, have a blessed day. You too. You too. Jim Stomps, the head coach for Westminster uh, Christian Academy here in the Lafayette campus. So we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk some more. All right, here on 103.7 The Game, Lafayette, 104.1 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Crunch time with Miguez and Mesh. Weekday afternoons, 4 to 6 on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Time to open up the vault for the games this day in sports history. June 13th, 1935. James J. Braddock beats Max Bayer in a 15-round decision to win the world heavyweight title at Madison Square Garden. The 10-to-1 underdog's life story is later turned into the hit movie Cinderella Man, starring Russell Crowe. That was this day in sports history. We now return to the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Oh, 
Welcome back into Footnotes. George Faust in for Kevin Foote. The game birthday bash. Let's talk a little bit about that. It's the game's birthday, and this is your invitation to party with us as we celebrate 10 years of being Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Join us at Buffalo Wild Wings on Ambassador Caffrey on Wednesday, June 22nd. There will be delicious wings, amazing door prizes, including station swag. That's what I'm talking about. Astros tickets, a 50-inch TV donated by AVI, car washes from The Wash donated by Service Chevrolet, a gift card from Partners Limited, and so much more. In addition, Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh will be broadcasting live from the party. So come join us at B-Dubs on Wednesday, June 22nd from 5 to 9 for the game's 10th birthday bash. Man, that's a uh, the 50-inch TV. Can I get in on that? No. Nah, maybe I can. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend. I'll, 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 I'll show up in... in, in costume like you won't you won't notice that it's me do you have to be there to pick it up maybe i'll send my kid put i let i let my son sign in uh, uh, i it, mean I, I don't know about that that's yeah. that's a that's a ray question because i'm not sure if you actually can be eligible or not i'm probably not <laughs> I'm, i wouldn't think no. so you're kind of already guessed I, I, I already know i already know the answer to that i was just you know I mean, man, wish, that's pretty cool. That, that's uh, I'll take some station swag too. I like I'll I'll, I'll rep. I'll rep. I mean, that you probably can get a I handle had, on like it. So I right, right. I like that uh, the hat. That like I, I had a hat back in the day. It was a one zero three seven. The game hat. It was white. It, it, it was fly. I man. wish when I started interning, I wanted the mask. Everybody had the mask, and it was the game mask. I was like, I want one. And I'm like, we don't have any more. Dude, That's this, not cool. <laughs> I, dude, that hat is swag. I, I, in fact, if anybody's listening, I'll take a hat and a shirt. All right? Uh, okay. Just if any, in case anybody's listening that, that has power for that. Uh, like the, those, those hats were fly. Like, like KLFY, we, had some, we have some hats, but they're like running hats. So like if you'll see like they wear them in the, like when we wear them when we go out in hurricane coverage and stuff yeah you know and they're real they're they're like runners hats so it's real flimsy on the top see the hats here at one zero three seven they're 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 flat bill kind of where oh, I love it, a flat bill oh hat. It's, it's like a flat bill but it, you can flex it if you need to oh I don't, I don't like that at all no it's, no, it's good no no it bill. can be it can be flat it, it can be either flat or you can you can adjust it if you want to so oh, okay I, I it, it, yeah. They they were they were good high quality hat. I, I'm a hat connoisseur. In case you didn't know, I didn't know. But I, now I, I do now. I have I have a lot of hats. I like like a lot of hats. I have a couple hats, but I mean I don't think they're really like that cool. Like most of them are like for school that I've gotten. So I have so I have like obviously I have like a, a lot of Ole Miss hats. I, I probably I have uh, two baseball Ole Miss hats. I have. I have uh, visors. I, I like visors too. I'm a, I kind I kind of enjoy the way the visor looks. I think it's a cool look. It's kind of that golf guy look. I don't know. Anyway, I, I like visors. I got a ton of visors. I, absolutely, yeah. Hat, hats are my thing. I, I, I love. I dare what, you to count them when you go home tonight. Count them. Tell I can't. The number is I can't. I can't because half of my. I, I can count the ones I have in. <laughs> see, we're we're in the process of moving, so uh, uh, so half of my stuff is in storage right now. So we're we're like like half of my hat I like so I go to like put on a hat and I'm like where is that hat and it's like oh it's in storage 
So I don't have, but I try to keep like I have a a stash of hats in my truck just in case. Does anybody else do that? Anybody else put hats in their truck? Like I keep my hats in my truck in case I like I'm wearing something and it doesn't like the hat uh, quite match. Right, right. right. Look, I'm, I'm weird like that, but yes, if they don't match, it annoys me. Like right now, I got the Ole Miss visor right here. But I was told I, I had to put it, take it off because I'm I got such a flowing, I got so great much flowing bl- locks. Yeah, my blonde <laughs> locks are, are are worth showing. So I said okay, I said okay. Uh, but no, it's like I have yeah in my truck I have, I have, I have a, two bucket hats. I have because it depends if I'm going if I'm going like to coach my son at the school I want the bucket hat with their logo on it so I got the bucket hat you know the the yeah. the, the big uh, yeah coach, the bucket yeah the bucket <laughs> hat I, I didn't know if that was actually what it was called I was just going with that uh, I have an Ole Miss bucket hat out. I have an Ole Miss bucket hat so that's all in there because sometimes if I'm I feel like repping my rebel my rebels I'll do it and. Uh, and then I, what else do I have? I have uh, like a ton of visors. Like I have a two visors for my son, my kids' school. I have uh, a Notre Dame Pio baseball hat because my son goes to Notre Dame. Full yeah. disclosure. Um, I have uh, uh, I, I just everything. I, I've got our select baseball team. I've got I've got a visor for that. I've got hats for that. Yeah, hats. Hat, I, I'm a hat guy. I got. I got three. I had three cowboy hats. I, I have two with me in my in my where we're living right now. But yes, uh, so I don't. I don't wear. I, I don't. No, oh, it's a I lot. have probably like twelve at my house. Two uh, of them being UL ones, and then I have one for my the pride of Acadiana when I did that. For see, guards, hats so. are like t-shirts. I don't. I I have t-shirts from when I was in college. But it's because, like, why do I still have that shirt? It doesn't even fit me anymore. Like, I <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> Actually, it was. Uh, you laugh at yourself. I know exactly. But I laugh at everything. It's 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 like <laughs> I, I laugh. My my family makes fun of me because I laugh at myself. Like I, I always who doesn't like, like I'll say something and then I'll laugh and they'll be like, why would you just laugh at yourself? I I just I I I think it's a nervous kind of just tick that I, I acquired through the years. Like instead of crying or, you know, shelling up, I just laugh at myself. Is that all right? I mean, yeah, I, that's, 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 I mean. that's, that's, you know, that's cool. So, but, but, so I have, I have t-shirts that, you know, that I got when I was in college and, 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 and I still have them because I remember that I got it in college. I was like, I got, I'm going to wear this one day. I, you know, I'm going to lose the way to get into that. Yeah, that's not happening, right? <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on footnotes. Uh, tell me about your hat collection. Why not? What the heck? We'll go there. All right, 1037 The Game. 1037 The Game Lafayette. one The Game Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Your home for LSU and the Houston Astros. Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We are 
in the second hour of this show. I am George Faust. I'm in for Kevin. Coming up in this hour, more talk about hats, more talk about visors. More <laughs> Every hat that I own is has a connection. I, I don't think there's any, any hat that I own that's just random. There's always, uh, and I guess that's normal, right? I, I don't have, like if, if, I know a lot of guys have, like they'll buy a hat because it looks cool. The only the only hat that like 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 an Angels hat. Like, dude. By the way, did you happen to see the Angels uniforms the other day? Uh, they just they. My son and I were watching the highlights of uh, of the Angels. Mike Trout hit two homers or whatever. Shohei Otuni or Shohei Otani. Uh, he, he he was, but their uniforms were. Like I, I loved them. I loved them. They had, uh, they had uh, said angels and kind of the old school print, uh, like that old that that font that soft. It, I don't know, it would look good. You got to go check them out if you if you get a chance. But a lot of times guys will buy hats because they like the the way they look or whatever. I have to have a hat if I have a hat that's uh, that's that has a connection to me of some sort. Like uh, I have Cubs hats because I like the Cubs. You know I. I I pulled for the Cubs a lot. I, uh, you know, it just there's always a connection. I guess I, I guess a lot of people do that, but they don't just unless like Gerald from Channel Ten, uh, Big G. He he buy he has hats out the wazoo, but he just ran like he'll have a I don't know an Angels hat and a, a, a Dodgers. I don't know what else. He's got a ton of hats. He, and he gets he gets the. The, the the newest newest look his hats are clean there's no doubt about it um, and you can see you know all over the place he's 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 all over but he has all that all that all that swag too but uh, hat yeah I'm a big hat guy I have them all in the trunk yeah I mean I bought one when I went on my senior trip of high school we went to Disney and I got the Tower of Terror hat okay because we thought they're gonna be closing and changing oh, nice. into that new like. Avengers or right, I don't know whatever. some random weird ride and so I got that hat because I was like well if we're going out then I want some kind of memorabilia because I could buy my pin for them so I'm like boom I had that and I held on to the big huge clue version of the of the game for it on a ride a rock and roller coaster so I went over three loops holding a big huge clue game to my side <laughs> somehow I made it through with the game right it didn't, you but didn't lose it it didn't come it's out. like a if you think it's going to be going away it's kind of the time I really buy hats or like I was like really big and repping my very you good know, point. college that's when I bought my hat a very good point about going away see I still have my I worked for the New Orleans Zephyrs it was the AAA baseball team out of New Orleans so I worked for them when it was my first job I was still in high school yeah. and I sold programs at and they gave us a hat a Zephyrs hat with a Z on it and yeah. they you know that changed through the years but I still have that hat it was my I got I got hats. I got hats. Oh yeah, I mean I still have the baseball. I, my brother actually did scouts. So he went to all Zephyrs games. That's what oh, okay. we did like the my brother ran the bases with them nice, and did nice. all fun stuff. So I still have the baseball that we got from when it like went out of the stadium. I still have that baseball nice. from Zephyrs game. That is so awesome. they're not even a thing anymore. But right, right. right. Well, that, now it's now that's like you were saying. It's going out. They're not right. around anymore. They're not so, around anymore. But it's so, not a ball. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, the, there's there's all kinds of cool things like. But like I have, I, it's just crazy. I, so the first cowboy hat I ever had, uh, I got when I was in high or actually, I think I was in 
Yeah, I was still in high school, and I got a cowboy hat. And man, you know, I lived in, you know, Metairie, so it was there weren't a lot of cowboys out there. <laughs> but but it was the the '90s country was taken over, right? Garth Brooks and and uh, you know all the all the uh, the boom that he led uh, in that in that era, and so it 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 kind of everybody was doing it you know i had boots had the cowboy boots and the and the and the cowboy hat and yeah i look just like garth brooks or something like that not really although i do have a friend that looks exactly like garth brooks when he puts a cowboy hat on it's bizarre people say i look like rascal flats i don't look like rascal flats i look like the lead singer of rascal flats which is gary uh lavox uh is his name anyway we digress, but not really, because it's a fun topic to talk about. And uh, so <laughs> as we roll through, obviously, um, there's a lot of different things with regards to uh, high school football that we, we can touch on with our uh, upcoming guest this hour, uh, Coach Louis Cook from the, uh, from the uh, Notre Dame Pios. Uh, and that uh, we'll definitely do that as we talk with him about uh, the what – how the non-select select uh, situation rolls out and uh, all of that good stuff. It, it, we'll do that uh, later this hour for sure. Let's go to the phone lines right now and uh, uh, let's talk to Brent. Brent, how's it going, man? All right, man. I was wondering, uh, you know, the national uh, sports people are saying that the Saints are going to have uh, eight wins or less. In your opinion, you think they're going to be pretty good? You think they'll win more than eight games? I, I actually do think they're going to win more than eight games, and the reason I think that is because as of right now, uh, they have the opportunity uh, to uh, – when, when you look at what they did a year ago, what, they win nine games, and, and they had the injuries that we had to de- the, the Saints had to deal with, and uh, the biggest question mark, and I think uh, when we talked to Mike Neighbors last week about this, this was, he brought this up, and it's a good point, is that the biggest question mark is going to be, what do you do at running back? You need to have a guy. Uh, when does Alvin Kamara get get uh, you know handed down his punishment, oh, and how long is that going to be? I think that it, that's going to be the big question for the Saints. I think the Saints have done a great job of giving Jameis Winston weapons. No doubt about it. I mean, you go out, you draft a wide receiver, you get Jarvis Landry, you 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 have uh, some guys that you know, hopefully Michael Thomas is coming back right, and 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 he can be the form that we all expected him to be, uh, or that he was uh, before he he hadn't hadn't played for the Saints in what two years now. So uh, just because of injury and other things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I, I do definitely think the Saints can can win more than eight games. I mean, remember it's a it's a long season, man. And hopefully, if Kamara is is able to uh, either serve his suspension uh, if he gets one, uh, or it, it goes, it does. A lot of people think it's not going to take place. He won't even get suspended until next year, uh, just because of the way the legal process works. So. Uh, if that if that's the case, I think the Saints the Saints are a playoff team in my mind. There's there I think they're they're definitely being overlooked when it comes to uh, the national media. There's I, that that that's been the case for forever. That doesn't that doesn't change because the Saints are a small market team. The say when here here's a crazy thing though. A crazy uh, uh, fact is that 
when Houston and New Orleans got both got awarded their NFL franchises in the 60s, um, they were th- both New Orleans and Houston were the same size city. <laughs> that is crazy to me. And now Houston is one of the top five cities, uh, largest cities in the country, and New Orleans is in mar- is market fifty. Uh, it, it just it baffles my mind how that happened, uh, but it is nonetheless. So yes, it, it, your question more more than eight wins. I definitely think they'll win more than eight. Uh, I think that our offense is is going to be uh, better than it was a year ago, and I think their defense is not going to is not going to lose a step. Um, Cam Jordan, you know, uh, you know, you got Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger back there. I, I think there there's some good things happening with the Saints, and I definitely think they could win more than eight. Okay, uh, one more question: What happened to your buddy, uh, Madison, Madison Adams, the, uh, your sports buddy? Ma- Madeline, Madeline moved. She got a job uh, in uh, New Orleans. She's working at the uh, uh, Fox affiliate in New Orleans. Uh, it's uh, WVUE. Uh, Fox 8 in New Orleans. So she uh she got her contract was up here in Lafayette and she uh she got offered a job and took it. <laughs> All right man, you have a good day. Thank you. All right, no problem. Thank you Brent for the call. Appreciate it. 7060111 is the number to call. Uh we're going to take a break and then when we take this break, uh we'll come back. We'll have coach Louis Cook join us and we will chat uh all things Pio football, all things high school football and we're going to get into that non-select select. I love talking about stuff like that with him because he's so knowledgeable. He knows a lot about it. He's he's kind of in the conversations uh, that, that mean the most. So uh, he can give us some unique insight. And we look forward to that with Coach Cook. Coming up uh, in just mere moments as uh, we take a break here on Footnotes, I'm George Faustin for Kevin. You're listening to The Game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Great news, my sports-loving friend. No more aimlessly searching for sports talk love by swiping left or right. That's because you've already found the perfect match. For sports talk love, that is... Now, back to the only lover you'll ever need. The game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back. Uh, Rescue Fest. Rescue is Saturday, June 25th at Park International. It's a day of live music featuring the Sarah Russo Band, Jet 7, Layla Laverne, Hunter Corville, and Cam Nelson. There will be plenty of food, games, and even a raffle. Rescue Fest is a fundraiser for Rescue Group of Acadiana, a group that provides financial and emotional assistance to grieving families of child loss. To buy tickets, go to Eventbrite or by visiting rescueyougroup.org. All right, we keep things rolling here on Footnotes. I'm George Faust in for Kevin Foote today and all this week, so be looking forward to that. And uh, we'll uh, have a lot of uh, great times. as We'll talk some high school football. We'll talk some Astros all week. We'll talk Saints. We'll talk hats. We'll talk swag. Uh, whatever you want to talk about uh, within the realm of uh, – 
sports and entertainment. We'll do. We'll do. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. As we uh, kind of roll through, we, we of course, have uh, – we already talked this 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 uh, this show to Jim Stomps. He was uh, the head coach at Westminster Christian Academy uh, in Lafayette. Uh, there, there's two campuses for uh, the Westminster Christian Academy. Uh, organization uh, the uh the academies there um and so we talked to him about uh his program and their program kind of moving forward uh as they are going to join the LHSAA and 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 be uh, a 1A squad there uh and now we're going to turn our attention to uh the uh Notre Dame Pios as the uh the Pios are uh, coached by Louis Cook, uh, legendary Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame coach, uh, Coach Cook, and he joins us here on Footnotes. Coach, uh, thanks so much for the time. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, George. How are you guys doing? Oh, we are we are great. Uh, <laughs> we're rolling rolling through a rolling through a Monday morning. It's always uh, always interesting when uh, when uh, Mondays roll around because you never know what to expect and. Uh, it's been oh, a, yeah. it's been an eventful show, Coach, to say the least. So, uh, thanks so much for taking some time with us. Let's let's start let's start with this, Coach. Uh, obviously, the biggest topic that's kind of come out last week and 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 was it was about the non-select select stuff and 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 I'm curious to to get your uh, opinion of of how it all works out and, and and where you guys fall on this on this uh, this new system that includes more select teams. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm excited about it because of the fact that, you know, we've been playing with a limited number of teams in our bracket. So, selfishly speaking, uh, you know, the more teams, and now we'll have a larger bracket, so we won't have as many buys. And, uh, we'll get uh, get more games uh, once the playoffs get started. Uh, you know, the last few years. It's been you play, you get a bye, and then you play a game or two. And, I mean, one win, and we were in the semifinals. Two wins, we were in New Orleans, and or in the in the championship game. And uh, you know, so now it, it'll be uh, you. You know, we won't have, uh, like I said, as many buys, and it'll it'll be a you know more legit playoff system for everybody, even even on the non-select side. Uh, because it's going to, I think what's going to happen is the brackets may shrink a little bit as well. So you won't have teams losing record, as many teams with losing records mm. qualifying for the playoffs. I mean, you know, the system's flawed when, when it, when there's a clause in there that allows you to opt out of the playoffs. And, and over the years, there have been several teams that uh, qualify for the playoffs. In the system we have now, and they opt out <laughs> because they know they're not going to win. They got to travel. It costs some money. Uh, first round games probably are not as profitable uh, as they have been. So I, I think it's going to make it a little more legit. And in all honesty, there there are a lot more schools that uh, were having kids allowed to receive kids at their school from outside their attendance zones. So, so they are select, and and they just redefined uh, what select uh, a select school is compared to a non-select, and that's why it uh, we we found out that 
it's almost 50-50 uh, in, in the plan that they presented to us. Sure. Not as far as select and non-select. Right. Do you think this might mean a closer step to the way it was prior to the split? I mean, it seems like that a, a little bit, right? I mean, it seems like they're, maybe they're, this is a uh, as close to before the split as we've ever been in these, what, seven, eight years? How, how long? Yeah, it was 2013. 13, yeah. We almost closed in on 10 years. 10 years, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Of it. So, so, I, I think so, you know, George, I mean, uh, obviously obviously, it's going to put, uh, you know, I, it's not where we're all back together. Uh, I, I think, you know, years ago, we kind of felt that the problem was more of a metro rule, the way society's gone nowadays with travel baseball and, and uh, AU basketball, uh, those types of things. Uh, where, you know, kids are selecting more now of what programs they're going to go to instead of just their their school in their zone. So I, I felt we become more of a select society. And then when that's the case, obviously the metro areas have more kids to choose from. Uh, you know, or there's more select uh, play, you know, more of top-notch players in a metro area mm-hmm. than what you could put together in a small rural parish. Uh, it's kind of what made me really, what it, when it really hit me was, you know, my days at Crowley High, we were fortunate. Uh, we, we weren't in that uh, situation as much back in the late 80s and early 90s. And so we qualified to get to the championship game. Uh, we were able to Crowley High, we were able to go three times. And then a few years ago, Crowley had a really good football team. I think they went undefeated in the regular season. And uh, they had to go to Carr in the second round, and they got beat pretty bad. And, and and then Brobridge had really good teams, and Neville knocked them out in the semifinals two two out of three years. And so, you know, the rural schools, it was, it's tougher for them to, to compete, you know, with those schools that – that have a much uh, broader area to choose from. So, you know, we kind of felt and put a plan together of Metro Rule. And then and now when you look at it, now what they've done is they've taken all of these schools that open enrollments, which are pretty much Metro areas, and they all became select schools. So you are getting more rule. I mean, more Metro schools now have become select than, than it was in the past. All the New Orleans schools, because New Orleans has open enrollment, Rapids Parish, Caddo Parish, so they're all metro, they're all rural, uh, select schools now. So uh, it, it kind of brought that into play a little bit more, but we still, you know, it's still a split. I mean, there's still, uh, not everybody's going to play everybody. And, uh, you know, there was a proposal, there was a proposal a couple of years ago that was uh Came before the uh, all the principals to, to go to six six classifications, everybody together, and it actually uh, earned got more votes, the higher percentage of votes to pass it than the split did. Huh. I think when we split, we were like fifty two percent, fifty three percent. Schools voted for the split. This got like fifty six percent, but after we split, the constitution was changed 
to where now we needed a two-thirds vote mm. to put it back together or to pass any constitutional amendments. So uh, it did the sixth proposal class, which would have put everybody back together, didn't it didn't pass. But obviously there were a lot of people in favor of that. Yeah. So there, there may be some things that will bring it back together. But in the meantime, you know, we will have uh, a more balanced system between select and non-select. Hey, Coach, I appreciate all that talk on that. Uh, let's talk about your team now. Um, you lose a, a, a group of uh, seniors uh, that got you uh, to, uh, you know, some some really uh high you know good 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 results from your seniors uh last year i know uh swacker was your quarterback you had some other guys that are uh, leaving as well but what does your team look like coming up uh here in the uh in in the next season here the 2022 well yeah you know i, I we really like the group that we have coming up i think we'll have another you know pretty good group of seniors to to, to lead to lead the team, uh, we will have a quarterback playing for the first time. Uh, Aiden Mouton, Aiden will be a senior, played a little bit last year, but not a lot when the game was on the line. But he was our starting shortstop on a baseball team that, you know, got to the semis this year and was on the team last year when baseball won the championship. And, you know, I like when those guys are in, in, in playing in sports and starting because – you know, he's got the pressure on him when he's at the plate and runners in scoring position or he's got to make a field of ground ball with two outs and bases loaded, make a play to get us off the field. You know, all of those all of those things, the more times you do that, whether it's in a football game, a basketball game or whatever, you know, it's uh, so. So anyhow, we, uh, you know, he'll be there and uh, we do return on offense. We return three linemen, which is kind of unusual. <laughs> Every year we usually, you know, pretty senior dominated up front. But last year we were, uh, was an unusual where we started four underclassmen. Uh, and so, anyhow, we, uh, uh, you know, offensively, uh, I think we'll be a little better up front. Uh, we got to grow up, obviously, a little bit in the backfield. Uh, defensively, I, I think, again, last year our strength was kind of on the defensive front. We do return to starters on the defensive front. We'll be we'll be uh, all new guys in at linebacker. The three linebackers will all be starting for the first time. But there'll be two seniors, and actually we'll have probably a sophomore or start. Uh, Jackson Casanova uh, right now is projected to be the starter at outside linebacker, but he's a good, good size, really good athletic kid. And a secondary, we have two safeties with some experience. And Cade Cooley and Trip Nixon, corner's going to be a question mark. Uh, those guys will be playing for the first time. So we lose Lucas Seymour, who's done our kicking for four years mm, yeah. and, and was really strong in that area. But Cameron Fuselake did kick some last year. Uh, Lucas got hurt, you know, in the quarterfinals. We didn't have him for the semifinal game. And so Cameron had taken over the punting and kicking duties and did a good job for us. So, I think he'll be, he'll be solid, and, and that always helps because the kicking game is so important, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so, Coach, uh, let, let, let me let me uh, get, as we wrap this up. I, I I was just I was just talking a little bit. You, you know me pretty well. I, I talk to you uh, time and again. I uh, mean, I I love hats, Coach. So, uh, do do you ha- do you have a go to hat? 
with regards to like a uh, game day if you're like hey man we're playing this team we're playing St. Charles uh, you know they're our new rival we're going to we, we got I got I got to put on my lucky hat I, I I have I have hats like that do you have stuff like that <laughs> No I really don't uh Georgia in fact I just uh you know I'll, I'll wear the same cap for a couple of years in practicing game. Uh, sometimes we'll be leaving, and I'll just grab whatever's on the uh, in my office uh, to wear. But uh, if you have a really lucky hat, let me know. I'd like to borrow it from you because <laughs> there are games where I could sure use use a hat that would maybe uh, bring a, get us a player too that we might need somewhere somewhere down the line. <laughs> Good stuff, Coach. Hey, uh, real quick, I, I was wondering. I just, I just was thinking about this. Do you have the, uh, yeah, you know, for the longest time, you know, rival. There's, there's different rivalries that pop up. Like uh, you got, uh, you know, LCA and, and Notre Dame has always been a rival game, just because uh, of the history of the Pios and LCA where they were headed. Uh, St. Charles now seems to kind of picked up that role with the Pios. Uh, do you feel that way as well? I mean, are there, do, do you see that as a rival game or uh, it's kind of like Parkview Baptist back in the day. Uh, you guys always had to play them. And uh, is that, is it, it's, I guess the question is, is St. Charles becoming a, a team that you guys kind of look at and go, Hey man, we might have to you peek at the other side of the bracket. If we're going to meet them, uh, are they the rival now? One of the, one of those type of teams them so much now but like I said it's coming down to pretty much the same teams uh, in the playoffs now that'll change with you know like I said having a larger bracket but yeah we've seen St. Charles quite a bit now and uh, going back to 2012 you know they were defending chance we went to St. Charles you know and then we played them I think three times more since then so yeah once the playoffs start regular season you know, we've we played Turlings an awful lot, and that's a really good game for us. It helps us tremendously to get ready for our district schedule. And uh, uh, There was a time where we played Turlings seven times in a four-year period when we were in the same class with them. We played them in the regular season and met them in the playoffs, like I said, three out of four times. So uh, that, that, that game is, is one that, you know, we're going to hopefully be able to continue to play for a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know, LCA's moved up, so they'll be out now. And, uh, uh, you know, we weren't able to get out. So we played them, you know, really close the first time when we lost CJ in the, early in the second half. And, you know, that was a real good game. And, uh, you know, they kind of got on us the last two times we played. So, uh, but that that's not going to continue. So, yeah, there's always a – there'll be a game or two in there that I guess you could kind of call a rival game. But, uh, but anyhow, we – we're looking forward to getting started. People here before we know it, you know that. Absolutely, Coach. Hey, look, I always appreciate talking to you. Uh, it's it's one of the, the the highlights of my my time is get to chat with you. Uh, so I appreciate you spending some time with me uh, here on the All radio, right. Coach. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks for having me, George. I appreciate it. All right, All that, right. thank you. Bye-bye. That's Coach Louis Cook of the Notre Dame Pios. Uh, he's a uh, Talked a, uh, we, we'll recap what he what he w- over, went over uh, coming up uh, when we come back here on the game in footnotes. I'm George Faustin for Kevin Foote. You're listening to the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. You're home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. 
how much does foot despise the San Francisco 49ers? Well, you be the judge. I love turning 50 because I was no longer a 49. Back to footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back into Footnotes. George Faust in for Kevin Foote. Thanks for sticking with us, hanging out. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about this. The Game Clubhouse at 1037thegame.com and or 1041thegame.com can help you with your date night blues. That's because once you become a member of our rewards club, you will have the opportunity to win excellent prizes like a $50 gift certificate to Half Shell Oyster House. We want to help you take your lady out for some delicious seafood, but you can only win that $50 gift certificate to Half Shell Oyster House by joining the game clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. All right, so there you go. There's some of that. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happened with uh, what we just uh, listened to from Coach Cook basically talking about the select non-select uh and and it it makes a lot of sense from from his perspective and I actually had a chance to talk to him about this uh, a couple of weeks ago uh and he was telling me that you know to be able to have games like play a first round game and a second round game and then get to the quarters it was a big deal for them because they they were riding momentum, right? They, so they're playing. Uh, so Notre Dame plays. I, I think their last game last year was uh, maybe Lake Arthur, or or I know they played Welsh and then they played like uh, Lake Arthur, and then uh, so whoever it was. It, it, so their 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 team, their kind of season was winding down, and then they had these these three weeks or two weeks off of of nothing they no no game to play nothing to like you still prepared right but you weren't preparing for that week to play a game at the end of the week and i think that uh for for coach cook the way he looks at it is hey i want to keep my guys fresh and in the routine and and that nature and so by having this new system where uh there's more select teams uh in the playoffs then it's going to create uh better more quality playoff. It's gonna the, the state championship now is gonna mean a little more uh, because there's actually you know l- less uh, there's more competition and less less titles uh, with nine titles uh, <laughs> over the past few years since almost ten years nine years I guess technically um, nine title nine titles across different classifications and uh so it's going to change a little bit and uh, there's all everybody's going to have their opinion on what what's good what's bad and if that's i mean some schools are going to benefit from it uh, just like some schools benefited from the select non-select uh situation uh some schools are going to benefit from this new situation of being a select team or not being a select team uh and it, it the the I get the idea, you know, you're trying to be fair, right? You're trying to, but I I just don't like. I mean, at, at some point, you have to be like, all right, here's how we're doing it. If you have a problem with it, 
okay, have your problem, but this is this is the system we're going to go to. And I think that's where they're at now is they're, they're created a system. They're working on it for two years. I guess it's got to stay that way. And then they vote on, <laughs> vote on it again, and it might change in two years. So, uh, it, But consistency, there's something to be said for consistency. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a, uh, a a necessary quality and 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 because the kids can get used to it they might I, I mean something maybe expand it to four years right I mean if you do that then at least it's through the length of the uh, uh, like a freshman going in stays I don't know uh, maybe I, I guess that doesn't really matter but it's just uh, it's frustrating that there's so many changes all the time with regards to uh the playoffs and how they're going to work and and I, i'm excited because I, they're going to put the state championships all back under one roof which is it should always be the superdome uh, there's no doubt about it. it they should always play every state championship in the superdome uh it's just that's that's the excitement the allure you know the 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 kid. You don't you don't say, "Hey, I'm going to play at Cajun Field." We're gonna road to Cajun Field. That doesn't have a the ring to it. Road to Demon Stadium, like they played two years ago. They played at Natchitoches. <laughs> it does. <laughs> no road to the dome that flows. It it just they. You know you can put shows on the air that say, "Hey, they're going to the road to the dome." You know so, I. It ha- that just makes more sense. It's the biggest. It's the the most coveted arena in the state. You know, it's an iconic building. Everybody says, "Hey, did you get to play in the dome? Did you get to play in the dome?" Yeah. When I was in high school, Rumble wasn't that good to to be enough, be good enough to get to a state championship back then. We were good, but we did play St. Augustine a regular season game in in the dome and. Our kicker, who is also our starting running back, Jimmy Quito, kicks a field goal to win the game. I think we beat St. Aug that that night three nothing. And Jimmy Quito, our our running back, he was a superstar stud running back, and uh, he uh, he kicked the ball through. He was also our kicker, and he he put the put the Raiders on top of the the Purple Knights there, a three nothing win in the dome. It was kind of cool. It was a real unique experience to be able to watch your team in the dome, and uh, and you know it was just it, it, the dome needs to be where the state championships are played. That's that's an easy easy fix. I don't think anybody uh, with with half a mind thinks that that's not a good idea. Uh, it, it, so we'll stick with that. Uh, but Coach Cook, uh, an interesting point. I was, I was curious about the rivals too cuz he t- we talked a little bit about you know, LCA is is LCA and Notre Dame a rival? I, I don't know that you can say that because LCA has kind of gotten the better of the Pios uh and so I don't know that but it was it was a competitive game most of the time, but uh I think LCA kind of kind of dominated the series. With regards to that, so I think Acadiana and LCA might be a little bit more of a rivalry, because LCA is actually, uh, uh, I mean, Acadiana is actually, you know, beat them. So, uh, and yeah, so that, that that makes a little more sense. So you throw that out the hat with with regards to the Notre Dame Pios, and now the Saint Saint Charles, is kind of you see them in the postseason. You know, you don't really play them in the regular season, um, 
and I think that's becoming a rival game uh, in the postseason. Uh, but as Coach Cook said, alluded to, Turling seems to be a, a really good game, and and over the past few years, Turling's is going to be good. I know Kevin's already had uh, Coach Dane Chaponche on the show uh, recently, and uh, Turling's they, they they got some. They got some ballers over there for the Turlings Rebels. They're going to do uh, some good things uh, coming up here in the next couple of years. So uh, we'll see what happens. They Turlings, the man, they got a tough district. STM, man, you know they're in that 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 area with uh, the classifications with uh, STM and Karen Crow, and man, that's 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 a brutal little gauntlet but uh but they're they they're working on it man they got the they have some serious uh serious talent coming up i i know some of those kids because we uh my son has, has competed against those guys and they they were always uh tough and uh so we'll see turlings turlings is a good uh good match for the pios as uh, in the past as coach cook said they played seven times in four years he said uh back in the day and one year they played three Three times or three times in uh, one season, I believe, he, or four, uh, three times in four four seasons. Um, so anyway, that's a look at the high school football world as uh, as we we talked to a couple of coaches today. So uh, we look forward to uh, to the rest of the week. We're going to talk. Uh, we'll talk Saints, Astros, all that good stuff. We got uh, um, some more high school football. I think I'm going to uh, reach out to. To a couple other coaches that later this week, and and we'll see, what, see who who might be able to to join us here on the show. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll wrap this up, and uh, we'll. Uh, I I got to get Coach Cook a, a a lucky hat there, Hannah. Uh, he 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 doesn't have a lucky hat. I got to find him a. I told him I'd get him a lucky hat. <laughs> so we'll take care of that, and uh, <laughs> I'll let y'all know when I when I do that because you know I'm only guest hosting. So when I do it, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture. All right, that's going to uh, wrap up uh, this segment. We'll come back and uh, talk a little more, and we'll uh, go from there. You're listening to The Game. This is Footnotes on The Game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and your Houston Astros. Kevin Foot. An award-winning journalist, popular sports talk show host, and a man who apparently moonlights as a doctor. A medicine season of a different strand in 12, obviously, because the criminal commissioner decided to inflict them with with the, the whole bounty gate silliness. His descriptions of illnesses are extremely concise. Not a normal strand of a medicine season. It was a different strand. This out of the blue from Timbuktu and all of this bounty gate silliness. Dr. Foote is ready to write a prescription for what ails your favorite team here with more footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. All right, welcome back in. Hey, let's uh, talk a little bit about this free trail event. Trail is putting on a free all-day event this Saturday at Cafe 20.3 at 1500 General Mouton 
in addition to free paddling. There will also be a party featuring live music to help out the Mile Zero Heroes by raising awareness and funds to build the new uh, Teat for uh, for Park, Teat for Park, and boat launch at mile zero of the Vermilion River. Donations and sponsorships are welcome. Trail will match up to $20,000 in donations. For more information, visit latrail.org. And it's always good to read those before you actually have to read them. <laughs> that would have been a good a good idea, Faust. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't, don't cold read that on the air. Um, all right. So anyway, I did that. Uh, <laughs> um, so here, let's let's recap what we learned. We've learned that we can hit curveballs. We've learned that uh, the the LHSA has uh, adjusted their 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 schedules uh, or their their select non select uh, definitions, and so more schools. We knew that last week, but now we've, we're kind of getting coaches' reaction now. So we've had a chance to kind of talk to a couple of guys about that. We learned about the did, did anybody know that Westminster Christian has two campuses and now they're they're going to have two uh, separate uh, football uh, teams competing against each other. They could play each other in a in a in a playoff game. That'd be interesting uh, as a as a one a one a school. Uh, Competing in the in the playoffs here in the near future. That that's not going to happen this year. The new the Westminster Lafayette Chargers, there uh, are, are getting their program underway. Coach Jim Stomps joined us, and uh, uh, always a pleasure to talk to him. And then uh, in the ten o'clock hour here, we talked with Coach Louis Cook of uh, the Notre Dame Pios, the Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Fame coach. He's uh, been able to take care of. Uh, uh, take it, take a lot of teams to the state championship and win a few of them as well along the way. So uh, always a pleasure to have him in. And then, and then the the most important thing I think we learned on this show today is that George has a lot of hats, and uh, and I love I love hat, I love hat. Are you familiar with uh, you know Anchorman, where Steve Carell's character I love lamp. Well, all right. Anyway, I I, th- I think I'm funny. I think I'm funny. So I, I'll just continue to do this. Hannah just looks at me like like uh, like when my daughter when I tell a joke and my daughter looks at me, and my daughter's like, "Dad, that's not funny." <laughs> that's what that that's the way uh, that happens. Oh, we got a phone call. Let's go to the phone call. Ralph, how you doing? Hey, good man. You phoned some anchor man, huh? Yeah. Look, I, one of my favorite movies, no doubt. Oh, love it, man. Um, hey, just real quick, I heard you earlier talking about the Saints. And, you know, with, with the 53-man roster, every NFL team is going to have a hole here or there. But I, I have to tell you, I've been watching the Saints all you know from their very first game ever. And, and I, I think this might be the most complete roster that they've ever had. And, mm. you know, I think three things need to happen. Michael Thomas needs to come back healthy. Alvin Kamara's suspension needs to happen at the right time during the season, yep. um, if it happens at all. And Jameis Winston just needs to hopefully, re- you know, be fully recovered, but play the the kind of game he played the first, you know, seven games of the season. Take care of the football. He will have the opportunity to take more deep shots with Chris Olave. Um, and but you know, you're gonna have another weapon in Jarvis Landry. And I mean, I am just stoked, man. I, yeah. I think the added 
you know, this defense is already really good. And then with, you know, Honey Badger and uh, uh, some of the draft picks, you know, I'm, I'm fired up, man, and, and I, I can't wait for, for the football season to kick off. And, look, George, just one question real quick. Sure. Kevin's on an Alaskan cruise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where number one, I've heard of cruise ships running out of beer before they got to port. This one may run out of food before they get to the first port. <laughs> but where do they find a cruise ship that serves rice and gravy and frosted pop tarts? Uh, I mean, I, hey, he might have had to sneak those in his in his suitcase and bring it with him. You know, oh, <laughs> uh, he needs to film some segments of Acadiana Eats for for, for Big Red. On the cruise ship. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be funny, right? Okay. Go uh, uh, the 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 cruise version of Acadiana Eats. There you go, man. <laughs> so Have you a good say. day, bud. Thank you, Ralph. Appreciate the phone call. All right, thanks. Yeah. No, I, I, he's spot on with the uh, with the Saints, and and, and I agree. That's that's kind of what needs to happen. And and I th- I I am I am like like he said. I am excited about this team. They're definitely uh, earlier in the show. The caller said. Uh, Eight wins, more than eight wins. You think? What do you think? I was like, oh yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll we got all week to talk about the Saints. We'll continue to do that as uh, mini camp comes rolling around here shortly. So uh, we'll talk about all of that and, uh, and we'll have a good time. Remember, uh, as my dad used to tell me, remember you represent your family. Have a great day, everybody. George Faustin for Kevin Foote. Uh, you're listening to the game. Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. See ya.